0: Hello, this is Christian Alting von Geusau returning to you after some months of silence with a new episode of the Educated Leader podcast. And today I would exactly like to focus on this important theme silence. Now, you might ask, what does silence have to do with the work of elected officials, of those in public office? Recently, I was having an exchange of messages with a European politician whom I was asking why I hadn't heard from him for such a long time. And after some time, he wrote me back and he said, Christian, I'm just simply overwhelmed. My political life is full of emergencies running from here to there. I just do not have control over my time anymore. And this inspired me to do a podcast exactly on silence in public life, because something that current developments in the world show for those who want to see it, if there is something we need from our leaders in public office and from all in leadership, is that they seek more silence and more solitude. And for this, I would like to bring to your attention a few quotes from one of the greatest books I have ever read on the question of silence and solitude by Cardinal Robert Sarah. The book is called The Power of Silence. And in this, Cardinal Sarah gives a few really fundamental thoughts on the meaning of silence and let me quote you some he says silence is a dam that restores dignity to mankind the monasteries and the spiritual masters are dykes that protect humanity from the threats that weigh upon it how necessary it is for people to imitate them so as to make silence an effective dam and I think that in a world of social media, constant entertainment, new messages, new movies, everything that is being presented to us, not only on a daily basis, but on a minute-by-minute minute basis, the actual retreating into silence and solitude is what is necessary to reflect on the situation at hand and to make the decisions that are necessary. And they can only be born in peace not in being overwhelmed. And furthermore, Cardinal Sara says, without the moorings of silence, life is depressing. It's a depressing movement. A puny little boat ceaselessly tossed by the violence of the waves. Silence is the outer wall that we must build in order to protect an interior edifice. What a powerful word he is saying here, because that's exactly what needs to be done in a noisy world. We need to build this wall, this wall of silence, so that that as an outer wall can protect our inner life and allow our inner life to inform our outer life. And how important that is for those especially serving in public office. Because that what the politician decides, that what the public leader decides has an effect on a country, on a continent, maybe even on the world. So how important it is that those outer decisions are rooted in an inner life. And he goes on, Cardinal Sarah, to say more about silence. He says... Noise is a desecration of the soul. Noise is the silent ruin of the interior life. Man always has the tendency to remain outside himself. But we must ceaselessly come back to the interior castle. Respect for silence has become the least of humanity's worries. And yet, God hides himself in silence. God hides himself in silence. That is what Cardinal Sarah says and then he combines that with something that should make us think, where he says, the least of humanity's worries is respect for silence. Indeed, that is the case, but that is something that can be changed by each one of us if we decide to make silence and solitude, something that we build into our lives, something that is a priority. And then Cardinal Sarah goes on to give a very concrete example out of the gospel, how that silence works in a noisy world. He says, In the face of all the false accusations of the chief priests and the elders, Jesus makes no answer, because they are nothing but clamor, confusion, jealousy, an uncontrolled hatred. Jesus, in being silent, intends to show his contempt for the lies. For he is the truth, the light and the only way that leads to life. His cause does not need to be defended. We do not defend the truth and the light. Their splendor is their own defense. This is something very good to consider nowadays truth is something that defends its own because its splendor is its own defense he says truth and the light their splendor is their own defense this is a consideration that is important in a society where opinions play such a primary role where we all seek to immediately give our opinion To give our judgment. But what Jesus tells us through this example is that the truth and the light speak for themselves. And then Cardinal Sarah goes on. He says, The man who has God in his heart and in his body is eager for silence. He is eager for silence. In his final moments, nocturnal silence is Christ's compassion. If we want to prolong Christ's work on this earth, it is necessary to love silence, solitude, and prayer. I am always very touched by the fact that we read throughout the gospel, at various places, how Jesus would Retire would retreat into the mountains alone to pray. And often people were looking for him and they couldn't find him. And very often his disciples would indeed find him somewhere alone praying. But he loved most of all going into the mountains alone to pray. It's something I can identify with very much because for me, Going into the mountains is one of the most beautiful things where this proximity to God is so clearly felt in this silence, in this purity of his creation away from the clamor of our world where we make so much noise. And in conclusion of this short reflection on the importance of silence and solitude in the life of the leader, especially the leader who serves in public office. Here are some words from the Old Testament, Ecclesiasticus, that point out where the silence can be seen so clearly. It says, The words of the wise are heard in quiet. The words of the wise are heard in quiet. This is something for us to think of. Again, in a society with so much noise and so many opinions and so many blogs and tweets and whatever ways of communicating. But the Old Testament tells us that the words of the wise are hurt in quiet.